Hello and welcome back to another episode of another FPL podcast with me, Stranger on FPL. My Twitter handle is at OhHeyStranger. A quick turnaround this week to game week 13 with this week's deadline at 4.30pm Tuesday UK time and 12.30am Wednesday here in Malaysia. And it comes as a blessing for people like me because it doesn't give us time to cry over our horrible, horrible game week scores from game week 12. In this week's episode, I will focus more on the top 5 player picks for game week 13 and also captaincy candidates. In particular, the two most likely popular picks this week, Kevin De Bruyne and Bruno Fernandes, as well as for those who have been affected by the grounding of the Jota Jet, possible Diogo Jota replacements. Game week 12 was a mixed bag looking at Twitter FPL and we've seen some very high scores way above the game week average but also some low scores like myself. Interestingly, some managers who have gotten decent scores above the average are looking at the red arrow. So that sums up the kind of season we're experiencing so far. It was another downer for me this week, um, taking a negative 4 hit and posting only 50 points overall. And it was another big fat red arrow to around 1.7 million, down from 1.4 million. Um, for me at least, uh, Kane and Sun were not my rank killers. Uh, rather, it was Fardy's massive 13 points. The only positive thing I will take from this week is the fact that it could have been worse had Salah not dispatched that penalty. And the Diogo Jota injury turned out to be a blessing as it meant that Justin's 11 points came off from the bench uh, for me. So things definitely could have been worse. So I'll take what, it's give, what is given to me by the FPL gods this week. Despite that, I'm looking forward to game week 13 and this is because um, another new game week presents an opportunity to get a green arrow and turn my fortunes around. I'm always reminded by a famous quote from Batman Begins with Thomas Wayne at the beginning of the movie and also Alfred the Butler um, later on in that movie um, asks Bruce Wayne, um, why do we fall, Bruce, so we can learn to pick ourselves up? Of course, they don't sound like that, but um, every time I get a red arrow, I'm always reminded of, reminded of this quote. So with that in mind, my top 5 picks of the week. This will cover game week 13 and 14, just to help you plan for the next two quickfire game weeks at least. Aston Villa hosts Burnley at home in game week 13 and West Brom in 14. Um, Villa has scored a total of 10 goals in the last 5 game weeks with Jack Grealish involved in 50% of those goals. So while Grealish did not have the best games in game week 12 against Wolves, he did manage three key passes in the game, and that is by far the highest among any Villa players. He remains third overall in the league for key passes per game and also chances created in the league. But however, he is second for chances created in open play based on numbers provided by Ed Statman Dave. So again, like I stressed in the last episode, Grealish is Villa's talisman, so I won't rule him out from getting any returns in, game week, in any given game week. Plus, I do consider him an explosive FPL asset. So a blank last week would mean a haul in game week 13. Um, just pulling up the results from the last time the two sides met, 
Aston Villa won the last meeting with Grealish getting on the score sheet in a 2-1 win at Villa Park. And next, of course, we have Kevin De Bruyne, who has returned one goal and three assists over the last three matches. That's for a total of 27 FPL points. It goes without saying he's the only City asset that is worth to own and hold. City's next opponent is West Brom at the Etihad. And just a peek at the visit visitors' defensive numbers. They are currently the third worst for shot conceded per game behind Newcastle and Sheffield United. 24 of those shots conceded were shots on target. City, on the other hand, average about 5 shots on, on target per game and you would expect that KDB be central to any chances created or goals scored in that match. And yeah, although De Bruyne may need a rest and Pep may toy with the idea of giving De Bruyne a rest, but with City lying ninth, just ahead of Villa and a point below United, I do not think Pep can give himself that luxury of benching De Bruyne. After all, KDB is second for chances created in the league either from open play or set pieces. And he has had a hand in 8 of 17 league goals for City this season. So Bruno Fernandes has made it to the list of top player picks almost every week now, and you probably think I'm biased, with me being a United supporter. But it would be ridiculous to not have him in the top 5 of the week for this game week. Firstly, because United faced Sheffield United in game week 13, and then Leeds in game week 14. And secondly, United themselves have scored 10 goals in the last five, failing to score only last weekend. Although Bruno Fernandes, like De Bruyne, probably deserves a rest, I simply cannot see that happening. Much like De Bruyne for City, Fernandes is United's main creative engine, not only this season but since last season as well. So I can't see Ole Gunnar Solskjaer resting his number 10. That and I don't think United can take any gambles and risk dropping points at a very crucial time of the season. Looking at their opponents, Sheffield United are currently second for most shots conceded in the league and have conceded 21 goals so far. And 11 of those have come in the last five. Patrick Bamford of Leeds would be another great player to add to your squad this week with an eye on the next two fixtures, Newcastle and Manchester United. Just a quick check on clean sheets for Manchester United this season. They've only managed three from 11 games, so I wouldn't shy away from owning Bamford for that match. Also, Leeds have failed, failed to score only once in seven games. Uh, Bamford himself has 13 points in his last two fixtures from one goal and one assist. Um, also, Bamford is currently tied with Kane for most shots on goal, so the Leeds midfield is creating enough chances for Bamford. So you may want to keep that in mind when you make your decision on which budget forward to bring in this week. Looking at their immediate opponent in game week 13, Newcastle, they have the worst defence for shots conceded, just one clean sheet in nine. And finally, Reese James, a defender I would really, really like to have this week, but unfortunately, I probably can't due to my Diogo Jota problem, so he would have to wait. Um, here's a stat for Rhys James, pulled from at EPL Statman. Rhys James attempted seven crosses in the game against Everton, 100 successful tackles, three shots, two on target, and was probably unlucky with the one that hit the post. He looks nailed on for that right back position, 
I'm very sure he'll be rested at some point, but I think that is a risk worth taking. He looks very good moving forward, and Chelsea have seven clean sheets this season, three of them coming in the last four game weeks. In game week 13, Chelsea will visit a toothless Wolverhampton Wanderers side who are struggling at the moment in front of goal. With or without Raul Jimenez, this seems to be the case, and more so without the Mexican. At FPL Salah also tweeted earlier today, um, one of his regular updates on clean sheets, clean sheet probabilities for the game week. So Chelsea is third behind City and United this week for, for clean sheets at 41%, which is a decent enough probability in my opinion. Also bearing in mind Wolves round up the bottom five for the lowest scoring teams in the league with 11. And only Sheffield United, West Brom, Burnley and Arsenal are worst. Moving on to a special segment for this episode, who to bring in for Diogo Jota, currently priced at 6.9 million. There are a few on my radar, so I'll probably make the decision as I walk you through the options. First one is Thomas Suchek. 5 million, two goals in his last two, but do bear in mind the blank game week 18 for West Ham and the double game week for them in game week 19. So you may need to think of a strategy on how to navigate those two game weeks. So anyway, Suchek will be quite a differential at just over 6% ownership. What puts me off though is the fixture against Chelsea in game week 14, but then again at that price point, you don't really expect a player like Suchek to return points week in, week out. Immediately after Chelsea though, West Ham do play Brighton, so I would think that Suchek would be a tidy investment for December. Similarly for Jared Bowen, slightly more expensive at 6.4 but with only 4.1% ownership. 20 points in his last three matches. Bowen is on corners, so I like that about him. His last two assists have come from corners. Most recently, Suchek was the beneficiary from that. And truth be told, I'm leaning towards Bowen at the moment. Another replacement, and this is, or rather these are more of a one-week punt. Ferran Torres and Phil Foden for City, going up against West Brom this weekend. I like the idea of double City and pairing one of them with uh, Kevin De Bruyne. I would actually go for Ferran Torres, but at 6.9 million, he is out of my budget, unless I take an additional hit, which I don't think I have the luxury of this week. It's a crazy idea, I know, but then again, Maris wasn't looking sharp at the weekend, so he may get a rest. Um, Torres fits the profile for the right forward spot, and he has had some decent performances when called upon, especially in Europe. So personally, I don't think it's that crazy to bring him for a punt in game week 13. I don't know if this falls under the category of high risk, high rewards, but if the thing... But the thing is, there's always a possibility of, of a blank from any player that you bring in at that price range. And moving on, just to steal a tweet from FPL Koff at Koff FPL, who comes out with very decent weekly threads on Twitter. So do follow him if you are not. He mentioned three possible Jota replacement today. And they are Jack Grealish at 7.8 million, probably slightly at the higher end of the price price spectrum for a stretch swap with Jota. But I do agree with Koff that Villa do have great fixtures. 
Burnley, West Brom, and Crystal Palace in, in the next three. Next, it has Rafinha, 5.4 million. He tweets, Leeds fixtures are good and it's looking very lively. Just 0.7% TSB. So Leeds will, will be playing Newcastle, United and Burnley in the next three. So that's one to consider as well. And finally, he also picks Suchek. Um, he says best midfield asset under 5.0 in his opinion. So those are potential Jota replacements that probably can get you through the next two to three game weeks. And for me, I think I'll be making a move for Bowen after I finish recording the podcast. And finally, captaincy picks for game week 13 and in order of preference. So for me this week, it's between Bruno Fernandes and Kevin De Bruyne, playing Sheffield United and West Brom respectively. I would most likely go for Fernandes because firstly, United is playing away. And I think by now we are all familiar with Fernandes' away returns. 6, 10, and 17 in his last three and hasn't blanked in an away game since the start of the season and probably since last season, if memory serves me correctly. And secondly, he is less likely to be benched um, than Kevin De Bruyne, in my opinion at least. And yes, I could possibly be wrong. Now let's just look at the numbers between uh, De Bruyne and Fernandez. I took this from at Chris Tan FPL, who writes for Fantasy Football Hub. In the last four games, um, four games for KDB and 4.5 games for Bruno, the 0.5 representing his West Ham appearance, where he came on as a second-half substitute. Um, Bruno Fernandes leads uh, De Bruyne in a majority of the stats, the key ones being 18 shots in that period, 5 goals versus 1 for KDB, 5 big chances versus 3, 18 key passes against 10, Fernandez also leads for bonuses and points with 56 points to KDB's 29 and averages about 12.44 points per game in that period. So I would not want to go against those numbers, which highly favours Fernandez. While there's no doubt that KDB may be unlucky in some of those games and his numbers will most likely improve over time, I would take those actual outputs of past game weeks and slap the armband on Fernandez. So Bruno is likely my captain for game week 13, KDB a close second, and as always in this podcast, I will present you a third option. And for this week, it's Jared Bowen, one goal and two assists in his last three games, plus 10 shots, eight key passes, and two big chances created in that period. Matches between West Ham and Crystal Palace typically have a good number of goals between them. 2-1 in both matches last season, plus 7 goals between them in the 18-19 season, and 6 prior to that season. They are playing at home, so I expect West Ham to be among the goals this week, with Bowen key, a key player for them. So that's the episode for game week 13. I do hope you like what you hear or if you don't, please drop me a message on Twitter to tell me that I suck. Thank you for listening. Do remember the deadline is 4.30pm UK on Tuesday and 12.30am Wednesday in Malaysia. 
If you're on Spotify, give the podcast a follow. As always, please share the pod if you enjoy listening. Send in your send in your feedback if you have any, and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at ohheystranger and on the pod account at another FPL pod. May your arrows be green and points be in the hundred. Cheers.